0: Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. Whatever your listening preference, you can find our feature interviews on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course on UNFOspreys.com. Don't miss our chats with student athletes, coaches, alumni, and Ospreys and the pros. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to edition number 39 of Talent Talk. We've got a pair of guests on today. Um... Great UNF men's golf connections and, and Northeast Florida golfers. Uh, Jordan Basher, Mike Matisse. Mike is playing right now. Jordan is also playing, but moved into a coaching role here at UNF. Thanks for being on.
1: No problem. Yeah, no Thanks problem. for having us.
0: So you guys, you guys were doing some playing recently. Uh, elaborate on where you guys were playing, uh, what what you were playing in, and uh, how that was.
2: Uh Yeah, I think Jordan and I both played a, a handful of rounds during the summer. Um, golf is usually like social distancing. It's the one thing you can do uh, really during this time. So we were able to take advantage of that uh, to the fullest potential. And uh, um, so grace, graciously, I, I don't know how it happened, but um, this year for USGA, they did no qualifying. So they went off of Uh, just ranking only and uh, Jordan and I happened to be ranked high enough in the world amateur golf rankings so we uh, sneaked in and uh, got to play in the United States amateur this summer which was I mean it was a blast the views were awesome and
1: uh, we had a great time.
0: Yeah how was that for you Jordan?
1: Uh, It was awesome I mean it was the second uh, USAM I played in and this year versus the last one was much different just with everything going on but this year the venue was uh really cool it was up in oregon right on the coast which was beautiful so yeah it was a nice nice place to spend the week and luckily i had mikey there with me so we were able to have some fun up there
0: have you guys ever been out to that part of the country before
1: i haven't personally it's the first time i'd really played golf on the west coast so but yeah it was it was awesome
2: yeah, I've been uh, to the West Coast a few times, Northern Cali, Sacramento area, but never as far up as uh, Oregon. Um, we flew into Portland, which was was a sight to see. Uh, I I did. Jordan flew into Eugene, but Portland okay. was was uh, was interesting.
0: Yeah, you get uh, you get some mountains coming into, and a lot of a lot of forested areas too. Very different. Is it different playing golf out there for you guys when you play? You know, the few times you have played out in the West Coast, is there anything? different in terms of how the ball travels or just how the ball rolls or whatever?
2: Um, I think specifically at Bandon, uh place was rock, rock hard. So it's a lot different than Florida golf, Florida's near sea level and everything's kind of a little bit moist and wet. Uh, so the ball did travel on the ground a lot further than it did here in Florida, which was nice to see. Cause if you can hit that low one, a little bullet, then you could uh, really maximize your roll out there but it's also tough because then you have some trouble like holding, holding some greens, So front pins. So uh,
1: it was a good test of golf. Definitely.
0: Yeah. How about for you, Jordan?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it was definitely different. It was uh, the type of grass that like, I don't think most people realize, but like the type of grass you play on has a big, big difference on how the ball reacts and the type of grass out there. You don't see on the East coast really um, especially Southeast. So that was, uh, it was fun to play on. It's, it usually takes a day or two to kind of adjust to kind of how everything, uh, ball and the club reacts through the grass. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was, golf I think is, it's usually the same principles wherever you're at. You got to hit certain, certain shots, got to hit good shots no matter what. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, other than that, it was, it was pretty good. What was it like to
0: get selected? How did that process go? Um, and do you know why, the re- what the reasons for no qualifying were?
2: Yeah, I can, I can expand on that a little bit. So uh, initially the USGA said uh, no qualifying, we're going to do the top 225 people in the world amateur rankings. Um, so that was their goal that they to get as many people out of that as possible. And then with some travel restrictions, some bans on coming to the United States, some internationals obviously couldn't get into the United States, so they could not and not uh, unfortunately in the event. So that opened the door for Jordan and I uh, being just outside uh, 225. So we were, uh, we signed up as alternates per se. And once they went down the list of the rankings and then our, our names got called um, somewheres between close to a month, a month out from the tournament. So it wasn't like we were rushed to get there. Um, when we got we both got the phone calls we were, we were very excited uh to be playing in the event
0: did one one of you know earlier than the other or was it kind of like simultaneous
1: it was, it was it was within a day or two I think mm-hmm. um it was yeah I mean it was very very close so it was it was exciting
0: so when you yeah. both found out that you were doing it together how does that go I mean you guys are like competing against one another, but obviously rooting for one another at the same time. And then I'm sure you've probably played against some people out there that you've played against before. Is that the case?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, so Jordan did get the call first the day before. And I'm like, wow, man, him and I are ranked really close. So I'm, I'm like, my number must be up pretty, pretty soon. And sure be it the day after I, I got the call. But back to your question, um, playing playing together out there and practicing together. Jordan and I, we played We practiced together, played the part three together beforehand. Um, uh, We tried to link up in the practice rounds, but unfortunately USGA had set practice rounds times based on the course you you were playing. So Jordan and I were on opposite ends of that, but we still uh, got together for lunches and, um, and a little practice session. So that was fun.
0: Changing gears a little bit. Jordan, congrats on now coaching here thank you yeah that's that's very cool and I'm sure that's you know a satisfying thing to come in as a player and then being able to be respected isn't enough to be coaching Um, yeah for sure sure. it's very fun how is that you know obviously Mikey you're playing and you know Jordan's now coaching (laughs) you're coaching some of the guys that you're you know you were teammates with what's that experience like
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely different for guys like Mikey and some of the older guys on the team that I did play with versus some of the freshmen that have come in when I wasn't on the team. Um, yeah, I know Mikey and those, the older guys are all going to do the right things, and I really don't have to be in their ear much about practicing hard and doing all doing all the right things with school. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's definitely nice for me since I was in their shoes so recently, that I kind of know the struggles that pop up and all the things they have to deal with. So I'm hoping that'll kind of be a good uh, a good way for me to connect with the younger guys on the team and help help them out as they kind of go through their college golf career. For you, Mikey, talking about Jordan, could you imagine him being your
0: assistant coach at one point? <laughs> Did you think that would happen? <laughs> no,
2: I don't, I did not think that would happen. But I, I think I think uh, our coach, Scott Schroeder, has done a great job uh, with our assistant coaches bringing in a little younger guy that um, the people on the team can gel with a little bit more. Uh, we can talk to a little more easier. It's, there's not really, like, head coach. Like, uh, I don't know if I can talk to him about that, like, a barrier. But with a younger assistant coach that, like, especially Jordan Wright, right out of school becoming an assistant coach. I mean, that's, that's a great contact to have and, and someone we can really fall back on.
0: And you look at, you know, Courtney Cobb is now joining as well, uh, another golfer. Why do so many golfers from UNF men's and women's, you know, stay around the area and then often end up giving back to the, the program? Jeff Dennis did the same thing. Why is that?
1: I mean, I, I think Jacksonville is a great golfing community. And it's a great way to network. I mean, you you meet a lot of great people, and I think obviously UNF is one of the premier college golf programs in the southeast, especially. Um, so if if you want to stay involved in golf and kind of branch out from there, I think it's a great a great stepping stone to kind of propel you in your whatever career you choose. But it's definitely going to help you meet all all the right people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly talking about work right now and and golfing uh what does practice look like how how are you guys going about that i know we talked a little bit off the record jordan about that but what's that like for you too
2: i can i can do that i i took a summer job at jimmy johns so (laughs) all right a little bit of delivering for them and then uh practice on my own time so i was having to balance that and also uh summer tournaments so i had to pretty busy summer um, and I think I can carry that into the fall with the workload I have for school All being all online classes. Um, I can do that uh, towards the nighttime um, and then I can do maybe work uh, once or twice during the week and then still be able to do my team activities with the team and get my uh, practice sessions in.
0: Yeah what's that like for you as you transition into this new role Jordan?
1: Uh, I mean I think right now it's a very Strange situation for everyone. So we're just kind of adapting every day to what we think is going to be the most productive for the guys. Um, We're lucky with golf, that it's a lot easier for us to deal with it than I think a lot of other sports right now. So I think we're just trying to keep everyone competitive and keep everyone improving. So hopefully when the spring season hopefully starts everyone feels like they've improved since the beginning of the fall. Um, so each, each guy's different and they each have their own stuff that they're working on. So it's just a matter of keep pushing them in the right direction and just try and get through this fall and hopefully the spring is better.
0: What's the kind of, what's the perspective, um, of treating a different fall season now, you know, considering things are different for you guys and really having the mm-hmm. fall tournaments, uh, how do you make it useful for the spring?
1: So the one thing that Coach Schroeder and I decided to do is kind of do inter-team tournaments. Um, we're going to do probably four or five of them throughout the fall. Just something for the guys to work towards, keep them competitive, and see where they stand against all the other guys in the team. So I think that'll be I think that'll be a good uh, good test for them, and hopefully it keeps them hungry and prepared. Cool. Yeah.
2: And also, uh, we have the ability to play locally and maybe just outside of uh, the city limits uh, without, throughout Florida in some individual events that will help us stay uh, competitive as well. And uh, a couple of us will, will do that. We'll travel together so we can still uh, stay safe that
0: way. Yeah, it's a huge benefit being in a warm place right now, being able to be here and always play, uh, not worry about. Okay, if you were in Northern School, as a golf school, having to travel during this time. So I know you guys are thankful for that. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Or anything you want to throw out there?
1: Tuna. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I mean, I, we have four new freshmen on the team this year. Um, I just got back. Um, from my 14 day quarantine after travel outside of the state. So uh, I had my first back first day back yesterday got to play with the guys. Um, got to play with two freshmen in my group so that was fun getting to know them and getting to know their games. I think I think we're going be um, have a, a little bit of work to do this fall but I think if we can all get on the same page and get connected uh, as, as one team, I think we're gonna have a, a good run. Um, for the springtime, hopefully for the springtime, if, if, the, if it happens, for the national championship again. And, and um, I'm just – I'm ready, ready to get things going. Um, even though we're not, we're not back fully, it's, it's good to be back uh, around the university and, and around teammates.
0: Jordan, anything?
1: No, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for the spring. I think we've got a good group of guys. And I think, most importantly, they all get along really well and they all seem to practice hard. So I'm I'm excited to get get to the spring and see what they can accomplish.
0: Great. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks guys for coming on. Uh, it's good to talk to you and see what your experiences were out in Oregon. And uh, good luck this fall. Uh, congrats again, Jordan, and uh, good luck in in masters classes, Mikey as well. So uh, um, good luck there. So thanks thanks again, guys, and I'll um, uh, we'll be following you guys soon. Thanks for listening to Talent Talk. Find the complete archive along with feature articles on unfospreys.com by going to Fans and Talent Talk podcast series under the multimedia tab.